0: What's up, everybody? It's Joel me You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my two friends, my two co-hosts. First, to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Just happy to be here. Yes, sir. To my left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Got I'm his sleeves rolled happy. up.
1: Happy. <laughs> I, I got my sleeves rolled up because we're, we're getting it in the mud today. Yes. Are we?
2: No, I don't know. Oh no. no. Not actually. No, it's a it's
0: a holiday week. We're <laughs> yeah. here on Monday. Uh-huh. Office is quiet.
2: And you know what today is? What? Isn't your birthday? Wow. Today's your birthday. Yeah, happy birthday.
0: I didn't know that. I was going to say that to the end when no, no cake
1: showed up, and it was like the, I did the not incredible know that. disparity between happy my birthday. birthday and Joe's birthday. Happy at the birthday, complex sneakers podcast, where they roll out a cake with the, with the candles That's lit BS. on set versus and, me, and it's just you know. It's, but thank you, wealthy
0: Thank you, wealthy Happy birthday. Thank birthday. you. Birthday.
1: No, we will make it up to you, you for gonna sure. Get some honey buns from the bodega, or we, what? we
0: will make it up to you. Trust some me. Ho-hos, some ho hos, some zigzags. We, we will make it up to you. Thank you, Welty. Happy birthday, buddy. Dave Matthews didn't catch that one, huh? Didn't catch that one? Uh, It's okay. I mean, to be fair, I don't even know what date it is. I know that the fourth is coming up. What is it, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. We are here.
1: Tom Cruise's birthday as well. Okay. And Sebastian Vettel. Who's Sebastian Maniscalco? (laughs) Sebastian Vettel's a a retired F1 driver. One of the greats. Four-time champion, Sebastian Vettel. Well, Anyways, that's yes. not important. Two out of yes, th- it is Two important. out of the
2: three people have Tiffany Dunks.
1: Out of which three people?
2: People you just named. You. Oh,
1: Tom Cruise, me, and not Sebastian Vettel, yeah. as far as we know.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> we are getting
1: out of the mud yeah. today. <laughs> yes, we are.
0: A uh, little bit of sneaker news. to Actually, to start off, I think, um, where do we want to start this week?
1: I feel like we have to talk about the passing of Chris Printup Sponto yes. from Born and Raised. Rest in peace sending thoughts to his family and everybody who was close to him in the industry. It's been such a outpouring of condolences and special messages and things that I appreciate reading, never having met him or not knowing him or, you know, knowing the body of work to an extent, but not particularly well. So have appreciated all of that.
0: Absolutely. I think like all the tributes online, I didn't meet him as well, but you heard his name so many times. And when all the tributes online basically kind of say the same thing and totally kind of different ways. Yeah. Shows painting just how, a portrait of who he was. Exactly. Shows how much of an impact he had on, on the city and, and this industry. So yeah, thoughts definitely go out to his family and friends. And you actually got a chance to interview him yep. a few years ago. Almost a
2: decade ago, right? No, not uh, 2017. Okay, okay. Okay. So not a lot. Like it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to say this was maybe like when we just start, I just started to do full size run. Okay. So it like, it just feels like completely yeah. different era different phase in your life. Yeah. So I, um, had written a long form reported story on the Nike Cortez. Cause mm-hmm. this is when Kendrick had done the collaborations on the shoe. Mm-hmm. And it felt like at that moment, the Cortez was kind of having a resurgence. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to write a story about the history of the Cortez in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, quintessential West Coast Nike sneaker. Love that shoe. Yes. And Love the Cortez. I'm like, I need, I wanted... And I talked to Isaac Faldon, who is the owner of Sporty LA. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to get someone who's like a sneaker person, but someone who had a connection to like that true like LA street gang culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking through all like the streetwear brands and all that sort of stuff. And Sponto was one of the people who came up. Mm-hmm. Um, So our friend Jimmy Garecki had actually linked us with Sponto. Because I think at the time... People were people were like, hey, you know, he's not like um, the most out there person to mm-hmm. like just – you can't just like DM him and be like, hey, you want to talk and like – or just hit him up. You know, he was kind of a little – not like reclusive mm-hmm. but just not super like forward-facing at the time. And mm-hmm. I think – remember talking to Jimmy and he's like, I'll try to link you with them but I don't know if he's like super into just talking to people. Like a little like – I don't want to say standoffish but just like he was an L.A. street dude who just doesn't want to give right. interviews to every single publication about – Stuff right, and then I uh talked to him, like I think for like 30 minutes, about the Cortez. And he just talked about, like, you can read the story, and I think we're gonna put the the full interview up, yeah, this week and read both of them. But he just talked a lot about like the harsh, like, gang realities of wearing the Cortez in mm-hmm. Los Angeles and being in Venice specifically, yeah, where he grew up, yeah. yeah, being fourth, fifth grade, and having the shoes, and then his mom telling him he can't wear the shoes, and then like seeing people get jumped over. Nike Cortez and then like the riots happened in LA in 1992 and just how like that shoe just changed so much like within that city, like when all of that happened. And yeah, it was, just, I think it was just like really interesting to, to like get his perspective because he, it's still one of my favorite interviews I've ever done just because of how like real he was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, not that you don't expect it, but you know, sometimes filtered. Yeah. Unfiltered. And then you talk to someone and maybe sometimes people will give you like, their perception or what they have learned about something yes but he's like no this is actually like I my
1: first hand experience i
2: saw a, a guy on the boardwalk get jumped over his nike cortez you yeah. know like really like, okay yeah um kind of kind of crazy and then i remember i think it was like two years later at complex con like or maybe that year at ComplexCon, he was there and he had this born and raised booth and they're all hanging out and i saw him and i'm like fuck I wanted to go say hi to him, but at that time I didn't think he, like, would have known who I was Mm because this was, like, so early on in, like, full-size run that, like, people weren't like, oh, hey, Welty, what's up, you know? And I don't even know if he remembered it, so I kept – and he was, like, the center of attention. Everyone wanted to be around Sponto and I – Like, the mayor of L.A. is how a lot of people have described him. Yeah, and I wanted to, like, go say hi, and I kept on, like, looking over and seeing if it was, like, okay, and then I didn't end up going to talk to him in person, and Mm -hmm. now, like, looking back upon that, I just – Regret not, like, taking, like, the courage to just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, remember we had, like, that yeah. hour-long f- phone conversation, you know, like, four months ago, and yeah. then just introduced yourself. But, yeah,
1: that that's a lesson, too, to take from this, and I've had that experience once before in my life of seeing somebody who I respected in a certain space out in public and not taking the time to go talk to them and and, and at least pay my respects and tell them how much I appreciated their work. And then they were gone a few years later. And Mm -hmm. I I think it's always worth taking that time or kind of getting over, you know, whatever nervousness or trepidation you have about that and just having the conversation with the person.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely obviously not happy about what happened with everything, but just looking back that little like interaction that I got to have with them that had that little bit of impact where hopefully me having that little bit of uh, connection with him, can make something bigger out of it Mm -hmm. you know and then the world can see kind of who
1: he was. Yeah, or... his viewpoint on footwear. I You sent me the audio of the yeah. conversation, and I just so enjoyed it as a relic and a snapshot of the things he's been through and, and why he feels certain ways about certain sneakers and just his appreciation for the Cortez being so genuine. And it's it's regional, and we enjoy yeah. regional sneaker tastes, but, but it's, they're not more they're like it's more territorial.
0: They're more authentic, too, where he's yeah, like really yeah.
2: talking from like well And, and, and that's spirit. the thing.
0: The Cortez is such a mainstay in terms of, like, GRs, and it's so prevalent in sneaker industry. I think
1: there's a Cortez push coming as well, so. Okay.
2: It it was was funny. I remember one of the tidbits from the interview where he's, like, talking about, you know, all, all L.A. gang and street culture, so much with the Cortez, but he goes, dude, George Costanza wore that shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: that's the thing. I think it would be very easy to be super uh, precious about the shoe and feeling like you owned it outright. But he was also smart enough to know that that shoe doesn't belong to a particular culture intrinsically and that people in Oregon designed it and it was a running shoe originally. So I think, Wealthy, in the interview, you asked him how he felt about seeing other people wear it. And he was like, well, we didn't start this thing. We adopted it and it was important to us growing up. But it's not exclusively ours and that's that thing i was saying about it's a regional approach to sneakers but not a territorial approach
0: and anytime you could get someone to speak on the actual history like you said it is a relic like shoes and sneakers have stories a lot of them kind of get lost Mm -hmm. and when you have that someone on record yeah telling a story that is like different than the forrest gump movie scene and things like that some a totally other authentic angle really really important and i'm glad that you know you got got a chance to talk to him about that
2: it's just crazy to me to to think sometimes where 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 how all these things like line up right because like i said it was like i had just started doing full-size run at the time i was just a sneaker writer for complex.com had been doing it for a few years Mm -hmm. but then by chance got to talk to sponto right Mm. interview him and have a long talk with him and then get that recorded and then full size run and all these shows that i end up getting to do after that become like a bigger thing and then my career gets you know longer and sustained through Mm. all of this and then this happens to sponto and he passes away like rest in peace but then as we talked about it i like just googled in my email and just happened to find yeah. The, I don't have any of these old interviews that I've yeah. done over the years. Just the audio. It just happened to be some, for some reason on a Google drive mm. in my, in my, in my email and then finding the complete thing. And now through all these years of everything I've got to do and now having his audio and then getting to put that out to the world, it just seems like a weird, almost like coincidence, you know, yeah. where it's. Yeah.
1: Sure. Happy we could publish that. It's an important conversation. Uh, sure. another piece of sneaker news related to all this mm-hmm. and the passing of Sponto was in a car accident. Um, Nike has said in a comment to Complex that they are postponing the release of the upcoming Born and Raised Nike SB Dunk, which was set to come out mid July. There's no new release date. I think this is a special moment for them to take a breath and mm-hmm. take a beat and figure out something really fitting and special to do with the sneakers and have it be just just a moment of celebration of of him and of the brand. And I think also they've already been doing that. You know, the, the shoes have this melancholy note to them now, but even even before his passing they were already thinking about how to make this special to venice and and spanto's hometown they it gave, gave away shares. pairs yeah. to, to the entire graduating yeah. class of venice high school so that that track record is there in terms of this being a very intentional sneaker and something special
2: and it, it it's even crazier to me because we you know um just peeling back the curtain a little bit we were shooting the full size run episode yeah. with shout out with paul rodriguez yep, yeah. yep. another we, la dude yeah another la dude and we're talking about the born and raised dunk on, on the show yeah. and like three days or two or three days before Sponso Sponto passed, yeah. you know, I mean, it may have even been like a day. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember, but we all gave the shoe a, a drip. Mm-hmm. No one said anything negative about it. They're like, this is a great shoe. Yeah. And I just remember in the head, I'm like, oh, just be like, oh, shout out Sponto. Yep. And then he passes like the next day or two. Yeah. It's just so crazy to me that like. The t- timing of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we look forward to the
1: sneaker, and we we hope it's a, a celebratory release to some extent. Definitely. Rest in peace. Yes. What else is happening at sneakers? We unlocked a mystery. I
0: love when this happens oh, on the show. Oh, we did unlock a mystery. I love when this happens on the show. You were on the WhatsApp. Sorry to interrupt, but you were on Please. the WhatsApp. This guy global, okay? <laughs> I didn't know this guy. Sometimes, you know, You didn't said, know? Yeah, you you said... were talking in the, in the recent episode about me being on Jets. Oh, we knew that, but... <laughs> the WhatsApp I didn't know that it uh extends to even all the continents. messaging platforms all this guy yeah. sometimes he'll send a DM sometimes I don't know, what what's the new one spill he'll sell, he'll, he'll send a spill <laughs> he's screenshot on a, he's,
2: on a, he's on a blue sky yeah if all you, of a sudden really he does want, the, if, the, the WhatsApp
0: he sends the WhatsApp this this man moving different in his 27th year of birth <laughs> 27 27 wow <laughs> that
1: is generous but if if you do work at a sneaker brand and you really want to chat with me definitely hit me on the signal oh. but um we were talking on here about the Milano Air Max 97s, oh, Inter yes. Milan 97s, and Joe's long quest to get them, and how there was still some uncertainty about the the pair with the Milan logo on them versus the general release, and, and which, how, which
2: which is which, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love this when we put something out there publicly on the podcast, and and you know the audience is so vast and so wide, and spanning every corner of the globe, that somebody who worked on that project responds, and this is a guy named Alessandro. Thank you for reaching out, who works at Nike's Milan office, who put together the project. He's actually, he said, an AC Milan fan, which they're rivals. So shout out to him for putting his personal bias aside and and working on an incredible project. And he told us that there are 200 pairs of the friends and family version, friends and family only, with special logos on the tongue. There we go. Yeah. So that's the difference. And the insoles, and there's also a special promo packaging for them.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so mystery solved.
1: Yeah, so thank you for that, and um, we we hope we'll be securing your pair soon, Joe. What's what's the shipping status on the pair that you bought? Delayed.
0: (laughs) No touchdown. Delayed. No touchdown. You know, so I don't know if. Yeah, I mean, listen, that'll be great.
1: Yeah, so happy we solved that. Can we talk about another Air Max? Just a little bit. Listen,
0: listen. If this is what I think it is. (laughs) Listen. Let me me tell you something. If this is what I think it is.
1: It is exactly what you think it is. I was a
0: little under the weather this weekend. (laughs) I'm not saying that. Not only does both of these statements include him. He may have had a little cold last week. All of a sudden, I get a cold this weekend. But if this is what I think this is, go ahead and then I'll jump in. I
1: only want to know. Did we milk too much? Um, I'm already self-aware so about it. it. Don't worry. We, you know, my air, my air burst fell apart last week. And then, and I felt like it was an interesting moment and we had some cool photos and it's a relatable thing, but we did an entire promo press run and I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm probably, to blame for this that there were way too many assets and conversations on every possible platform about my airburst so i'm sorry to the whole world who suffered through the long tail of the explosion of my airburst which you are back in in this very moment go ahead the
0: jo. most marketed piece of content <laughs> in complex of the last decade, decade yeah the last yeah. decade we had <laughs> Wale funny. seinfeld on the cover we have complex con we have shows that have top tier talent weekly if i see another soul collapse of him of him <laughs> Doing, of gingerly of him tiptoeing <laughs> did it become a tiptoeing if, if did <laughs> they put it on tiktok of course I they put know. it there i think complex australia put it up if <laughs> i a see this in guy <laughs> this guy walking gingerly <sighs> into the studio one more time i couldn't keep track i was like oh yeah we did it on the podcast you did it on full-size run. You did it on everything. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It did get good engagement, though. I saw Jeff Staple comment, but I guess also a cause four was included in that yeah, how uh, did roundup. How for... did that happen?
2: Yeah, Did that, that we must... get a
0: roundup on the Instagram that, post, we'll post it that here. Must but... have,
2: that must have been one of those, like, uh, Southeast asia shoes or something like that where there's just like a ton of humidity there was a cause for Yeah. oh my god you know sometimes it's like people who live in places like malaysia yeah it, indonesia where there's the hawaii there's just so much humidity that the yeah. shoes fall apart faster that would be that yeah. would be my guess yeah oh, it, it's funny because <laughs> it's funny <laughs> well,
1: did we do too much with my rare burst
2: no it's funny he's like no? I, no no hold on hold on hold on it's funny because so you had posted it happens on set right yes and they then we're back in it <laughs> And here's another 10-minute segment on no, it. No, no, no. This is sort of quick. You had posted the walking video, right? Yes. And then... You posted it as well. Yes, that's what, I'm about, that's what I'm about to get to. And then Complex Sneakers had posted it, and you're like, they couldn't just retweet me. They had to post the content themselves. <laughs> so then you had already posted the video, so I'm like, okay, it's already out there. I remember I had taken a picture of, of set on it, and I posted it. And in the back of my head, after I posted it, I go, damn... Should I have not posted that because it was like I know you had already posted like
0: the walking video, but <laughs> my 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 head is already. But I'm like, my I'm, I'm spinning like, right like, from like, this convo. After I had posted, my head it, is spinning already. After, what? After. Who's posting what? Complex Sneakers oh, is posting.
2: I posted a picture on my Twitter, and I I'm back in my head. I'm like, oh, is Brenda is Brenda gonna get upset because you'd already posted the video? Did but Sneaker
0: Report post it?
2: That that I I didn't uh, realize that. Nice. If I just scooped. Because like, I took, cause I know you had taken a bunch of yeah. pictures of it. I'm like, oh, man, he had posted. A bunch it.
1: of pictures. We got enough for the Library of Congress. I just oh, thought, God. I'm like, oh, God.
0: I just, I just thought I'm like, 30 on these <laughs> shoes. I was like, did I
2: tweet it too soon and scooped your own scoop for your own engagement? No. I don't know.
0: I felt kind of. I think he got plenty. Thank you for that. A fucking PR. Excuse my language. <laughs> Let me block it out. Maybe put a little, no. we got plenty of PR that according, the algorithm, According. I to thought I was on Twitter, the For You tab, which is a mess. Every time I looked on Instagram, I was like, wait, am I on Twitter? Or Because all I saw my the, whole, the whole weekend, him just walking <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: step-by-step step, <laughs> walking all over uh, your algorithm. Yeah, yeah exactly. According, according to Elon Musk, you got 147,000 views.
0: You're on doing the, good on Twitter. Uh, t- on know. the tweet. <laughs> you were getting some tweets. Off. You've been feeling froggy, haven't you? No. <laughs> yeah, you have. I'd be checking. Try <laughs> to – to, try to, try
2: to, What is that? Reign it in. Oh, I okay. thought that was – Not
0: a... real time, but I, I, I enjoy going back one like a few days after and checking your timeline, see what you're up to. Oh, gang. what's he
2: been up to? Gets angry sometimes.
0: Talking in their cash <laughs> Are you? No, no, don't be shy. By the, okay? b-
1: by the way, before we get any deeper in
2: this, should we talk about the sneakers we
0: have sure. on feet? Yep.
1: Don't worry, mine aren't going to fall apart. Can are you, are imagine? you sure? oh, Can you imagine if I showed up just to set milking today it? with it?
2: <laughs> what, what if this is like an ongoing gag with
1: you? Where I mean, like you're just... I'm on eBay weekly buying Air it, Maxes no, from the but early but 2000s. Just but you wear it you, you for, you the content. for the
2: attention. You start wearing ones that people don't think are going to fall apart, but you know it's going to fall apart you're like oh dude we almost made it through the show and just (laughs) imagine
1: this imagine i went so deep in my thirst for attention on the sneaker internet which god knows i've been deep before that i was buying relatively new pairs and soul swapping them with old pairs just to have them fall apart on purpose so i could post on my instagram
2: well they finally they finally went on us How, how cruel would that be to like, as like a practical joke to play on a friend, where you gift them a pair of shoes and they think it's the brand new shoe, but you soul swap it with the yeah, old one. <laughs> yeah, I may, do,
0: I may do that to my friend Andrew. That's actually a good. good you idea. Know, but, oh, you give him a pair of green yeah.
2: bean fives with the old
0: sole on yeah. it, and it. Just walks. Or the mellow 1.5s. <laughs> I, I, I want to
1: go on eBay after this and see if there are some old. You know, people always sell don't. sell old versions of sneakers where you know they're like, oh, this is a this is a donor pair. You're gonna have to resell them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanna know where all the, the souls they've peeled off of those so we can go and buy like a bag <laughs> Where's of the soul graveyard? Uh, four, at? 40, 48 crumbled souls or souls on the verge of perishing.
0: We never talked about it. Are you gonna resold them or no? <laughs> you want more? No, on the wait, well I
1: didn't quit didn't, <laughs> didn't, <move> didn't, <laughs> didn't didn't Russ Benson say to you you should get them resold. Yeah, Russ Russ always has an opinion. Oh, we don't have to talk about the air bursts anymore. Okay. Officially, can we just do a moratorium? Like it's a swear jar type what of if, thing and I yeah, have to we'll put see. in a dollar? What if, uh, we'll see. What if yes, out of nowhere? Exactly. The,
2: what if out of nowhere, like Nike all of a sudden retros like this slim shady burst because of
1: it won't be out of nowhere. I promise you that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're
0: done. Finish.
1: <laughs> the sneakers we have on feet. I am wearing a Nike Air Max ninety five
0: that won't fall apart
1: no they won't this is a nike id pair with some blue speckles on the midsole kind of like stash look and i wore these on full size run recently speaking of milking i'm also milking this air max moment is there any
2: um special writing or anything on the shoe
1: no have
2: you ever done an id with writing on it
1: no the amount of ids i've done is really few it's maybe two or three and i never as a high schooler i spent a lot of time on the platform Picking yeah, up yeah, colorways yeah. and writing things that I thought would be cool. What
2: was it? Do you remember something that you wrote on a shoe remember that like did, didn't make the <laughs> didn't make the cut? Um like some sort of pun or joke or um, no, but we should tap in Jonah Peretti for
1: that one cuz you know, he's got history. What? On Nike ID, that was like his first viral moment. I don't know, I don't know that. Look, look it up. I will. Come on, Jonah, you, you know what time it is. Salute. Okay.
0: Joe, okay. what are you wearing on feet? Uh Lorenzo OG. Those got some writing on the back. Yes. They say Nike OG, Lorenz OG Custom 95s. They kind of look like those, uh, don't you have those Japan 95s
2: that are pink? That's what I thought they were. No. Same.
0: The Japan 95s are alternate pink. But uh, yeah, brought these out. That's how you're feeling. That's pretty much it. Brothers in Air Max 95.
2: I love it. Wealthy. sorry that you weren't invited to the party. Committing one of the seven deadly sins on Depends Who You Ask. (laughs) What? wearing on shoes
0: oh we are <laughs> not still on is all over
2: we're like, on on yeah so these are the cloud stratus um i'm not a thousand percent into everything that on does yeah but some of the shoes that have the thicker midsole on I feel like it i think fe- i feel like they look different enough from the black and white european tourist shoes yeah so,
1: yeah they're, they're distinct
2: enough i like, like them i feel like you could get a pair of ons off joe Mm-hmm. get the ons off on. yeah right maybe a pair of cloud monsters i'll tell
0: you i spent a lot of time in Del Rey, which is the on capital of That's the world west palm beach maybe <laughs> you know fit in right there you know? A, a lot of people
2: a lot of people have asked how are they for running i haven't ran in them so i don't i don't know but mm. they they are comfortable to walk around and i'll i'll give them that right. okay glowing review grilling and chilling shoe
0: yeah you've been <laughs> grilling a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Can we talk about some more Air
1: Max stuff? I promise it's not that. Okay. Yes. Twenty twenty-four leaks. I got yep. some stuff. Should we get into it? Sure. Nike Air one eighty retro in the original ultramarine colorway. Okay. Nice. Is anybody
2: interested in that? I'm interested in it, but it's also gonna go on sale for like sixty bucks. No,
0: not interested in this.
2: But, um well, it's a white shoe. shoe. The yeah. thing it's is, like the whitest yeah, of white shoes. It's a it's like the white shoe that gets dirtiest. Th- a yeah. big
1: dirt magnet in the past, yeah. right? You've you've had a few pairs of ultramarine I, air one eighties, right?
2: I've had one one pair, one pair, okay. and I gave them away. To a coworker at Foot at the time, so, which was a, I wish I hadn't done it. But Wait, yeah.
1: why Why do you wish you hadn't given them away?
2: You know what? It, it was just a a period where, um, I think this is like the 2012, like, menswear era of, like, mm-hmm. boat shoes. Yeah, you always say, yeah. Yeah, dress shoes, where I was, like, uh, cleaning you know, out your closet. Yeah, I was, like, hey, I don't wear sneakers as much anymore. I, I, can, you, you I was, like, know. there was someone in my, who I worked with who, like, liked those shoes. And I was, like, you want them?
0: You were rocking those Ronnie Feige Sabagos back then?
2: I had the Sabagos okay. on, for sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't have the Ronnie Feige ones, but um, definitely was on
1: the... No no fringes on your footwear. So, Nike Air 180 coming back. I think they will roll it out in a limited fashion. Probably to neighborhood stores first, and then do a wider retro. The regular release. As we've seen, yeah. I, I'm kind of into this, because I've loved, never owned...
2: I love that shoe.
1: Will in you general, buy it next
2: year? I don't know if I'll buy it but because i'm at like i, t- I have said this yeah. i'm at yeah. max capacity before we're actually no pun intended gave away felt great uh yeah. just I went to the gym i gave them four pairs of sneakers nice. this morning and Very just good. felt to like yeah so it
1: was my birthday and you gave somebody else a gift yeah we but not don't to, worry we're, we're gonna get the to same
0: get, size we're gonna figure we're gonna so, <laughs> we're gonna sort you
2: out <laughs> your gift is being here with <laughs> wow no. your presence yeah. is yeah
0: yeah i like the 180 i had the one of the shoes that Opium? We always Yeah, we always talk about like having no idea where these shoes are. Definitely didn't give them away, but one that definitely got lost in some sort of office move or apartment move, Opium 180. You had the Opium I 180? had those, wow. yeah. I love I the had
2: those. OG Ultramarine pair. Mm-hmm. Bought those at George and Phillips in Exeter, New Hampshire. But there's also another uh, Air 180 moment that's iconic. Dream Team. 1992, the white, purple, and gold pair.
0: There's actually a Concord pair. pair,
2: I believe it's a Sports Illustrated photo shoot of Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan doing the Jumpman logo wearing a pair of Air 180s.
0: I have the Union one. I got them over the pandemic. Really? Yeah. The the basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The higher version. guessing I can't wear those. Talk about, well, we're not going to (laughs) bring it up again. Not bringing it up. But those, <laughs> it was
1: you, not me. Let the prob- Those out.
0: probably wouldn't wouldn't work and out. And I think Might work out for your Instagram
2: engagement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Low key, what? one of the best Air Maxes in the past ten years, I would say. What? Um there w- Ralph no. Stedman?
1: Yes. Ralph Stedman there, version of the Air one eighty.
2: Yeah, there's so there's an Air one eighty. Mm. Um, this and, is close to your heart too. Yes. Ralph Stedman. Uh for those who don't know who Ralph Stedman is. Oh. P- this is how the audience may know who ralph yeah. Stedman is and mm-hmm. i'm not happy about this yes oh yeah i know exactly <laughs> who ralph going. steadman was the person who drew the artwork for the huncho jack album cover but ralph, b- that? beyond that before ralph that. steadman is the famous illustrator who did all the hunter s thompson fear and loathing in las vegas fear and loathing mm-hmm. on the campaign trail 72 all of the, like all of that stuff that's where his artwork is most known for also mm-hmm. flying dog he's also does the logos for that. But either way, he, d- he did the original ad campaign for mm-hmm. the Air 180, which was a jackrabbit. Yes. And they took the uh, original ultramarine colorway, made it like a furry jackrabbit suede, so it's like a light tannish brown, and yeah. then put the his artwork on the tongue. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's such a smart... Yeah, just real insidery reference historical sneaker stuff it's not everyone's gonna get it but i'm like it works on the original color changes it enough and then references something cool i'm like that's awesome
0: and also 2018 cdg 180 yes black and pink cdg you like that shoe
1: i like the all pink okay i i wish i would have got a pair of those when they went on sale at barney's i actually bought with a friend, I think I've told the story on here before. Yeah. We rushed to Dover Street Market when they dropped them, and we both bought the pink pair, I think it was, and promptly took them to Flight Club.
2: Oh. Wasn't, wasn't the, wasn't the retail was like $330? It was, I think it was $260 or 260, two, that's
1: 265 or something. Black and pink. Two oh, sixty, love those and, shoes. and they sat forever And maybe one of those classic I made $20 off this four years later type Big of Big JLP shows. shoe, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- I, before we move on from 180s, Dizzy Rascal 180s. Yes. I mean. Iconic grail. That's, that's a grail for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll be among the upcoming colorways, but I'll maybe I'll go and track those down. It's
0: one of those
2: shoes that I feel like Nike I mean I I get it. It's not it's not the model isn't like bulky enough where Mm. like the Air Max ones and the Air Max nineties have like that bulk to them where they like sit better with pants where like Yeah, the stance to them. Where the one eighty has like the kind of like gusseted tongue or whatever yeah. you want to call it it's like a neoprene so it doesn't it doesn't really wear as well with pants it's a little it, slimmer yeah slimmer the toe springs up a little bit mm-hmm. in the front it's more of a short shoe yeah in my opinion but great model yeah some other leaks for next year
1: nike pegasus 2005 the nike peg 2k5 is coming back wealthy i know i know you have strong feelings about that shoe, and this is one that was telegraphed by the CDG versions that were previewed a few months yep. ago. So it was kind of, we knew it was coming back, but I've seen some catalogs with more Nike Peg 2K5 in the mix.
2: Yeah. Pegasus, obviously, when a Nike, well, they're on the Peg 40 now. A million pegs. <laughs>
0: such a crazy. Pegapalooza. <laughs> such a crazy. That's a different thing. <laughs> such a crazy sneaker. thing Such a crazy jeez. sneaker
2: nickname. Um. <laughs> 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 don't google it yes no, go, go. <laughs> go on Malty. uh the nike pegasus nike's longest standing sneaker continual sneaker line i believe so yeah um it's not like it's it's safe to say the pegasus is Brennan, it's literally the workhorse yeah of the nike running line it's not their like premier yeah. shoe but it's not a budget shoe but it's like the standard. Yeah. Yeah. So when I worked at all the sneaker stores, the Pegasus was just something that you, that we had on the shelves, right? Always. Mm-hmm. Always. But this was also. You a Pegasi? No. And this is and this is Pegasi. You like that? This was during the period that we talked about where Nike running wasn't as big because they were more focused on Nike shocks. Mm-hmm. They had the Bowerman series, but it was just wasn't as popular. Like I would say, like at that time, like Brooks and Asics were just eating Nike's cake when it came to like core performance running at the time yeah. people just trusted the product and i remember just the pegasus 2005 was the most like uncool sneaker working at dick's sporting goods <sighs> dudes in khakis and polos mm-hmm. and this is important history for when the shoe comes back around to Definitely. people that it was not at all a cool
1: shoe not at all a cool
2: shoe and not a shoe that like oh yes yeah, some of the cool guys were into it but they had to yeah. be like super hip it's like nobody cool wore that sneaker at all same with Another recent comeback, Asics 2160 mm-hmm. that we're seeing that's probably going to get a big ramp up, mm-hmm. uh, Kiko Costanad. K- mm. I'm staying away from that one. <laughs> uh, we'll just call him Kiko. Dime. I like the Dime pairs, Dime Montreal. Didn't love them. But that shoe's going to get a push as well. Yeah. It, it's like maybe a year or two after the Pegasus 2005. But In terms of their original release. Yeah, but yeah. it's that whole era of just... Suburban dads like their
1: running shoes, performance running shoes. Uh, a, a couple other ones, Air Max twenty thirteen. There'll be some more of those. There's a new Nike Air Max Plus called the Air Max Drift with a new upper on it. You're the Dragon Air Force Ones in January. There's a Easter Egg Nike Air Max One, not like the Easter Air Force Ones or the oh, but Easter also one eighty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I forgot about the Easter one eighty is my favorite Easter shoe of
0: all time. Good one.
1: Yep. Yeah, but um, Easter egg one, yeah, will look a little bit different. We already knew about the eggplant foams coming back, but they don't quite look like eggplant foams. I, it's just more it's a of a purple. Yeah, it's more of a straight purple, so a bit of a bummer. Do you get away with those,
0: Joe? I don't know if I can wear foams right now. No? Have you ever worn foams? Yeah. Yeah. CDG I wore recently.
2: You were, okay. big, you were big into the CDG foam, weren't you? Yeah. Sorry for. It's, it. it's always nah. a shoot. The CDG. You don't like those? No, I like them fine. Oh, no, it's all right. Sorry for just... forgetting
0: your birthday. Can we... uh, CDG, CDG, not forgetting, not knowing. CDG, not knowing the date. CDG, Which one's worse? <laughs> they're all bad, but we're going to make it up to you. C D G C D G CDG foams are a shoe that I look at twice a week, and I'm like, maybe I'll throw these on and mm. never do, but yeah, I like them.
2: I still think, and I, I said this when we did it because I knew you were a big proponent of it. Mm. I still think looking back to last year's best sneakers of the year list mm-hmm. that the cdg foam posit being on there wouldn't age particularly well
0: didn't ronnie like them too when he was here
2: yeah he was high on the cdg foams if i recall correctly i just oh, I, I like those i just feel
0: like it, maybe though
2: it
1: was it, i not was i not backing the shoe at the time
0: no you were
2: like the biggest proponent of the oh okay well, but i just feel I like firm. i feel like maybe I looking stand firm something maybe looking back that the, on feet. the, the yeah. cdg <laughs> foam <laughs> posits weren't, weren't not a top 10 not a top ten shoe. Uh, I
0: think maybe they were. Uh, I'd have to check my know. database. It's, so. cool <laughs> they,
2: it's cool what they did, but uh something else in the in
1: the vein of the Pegasus two K five that I want to talk about, the Nike Vomero, the continued dominance of the Vimero. Yeah. We have some interesting news bits from Nike's latest earnings call. This is for fourth quarter, twenty twenty three. And I'll just read the quote in my best John Donahoe voice. He said the Vomero five is coming into the summer with a ton of momentum as we've substantially increased its volume all year. So we're gonna see Plenty more Vomero fives.
0: Okay.
2: Wasn't there a bit too where John Donahoe kind of like tipped his hat to like Hoka and on?
1: Yeah, he mentioned, I, I mean, maybe what I did was- he say? Maybe I was drawing some conclusions that weren't the running there, the space got a little more competitive. Yeah, looking at the subtext, sure. it seemed like he was talking about some things like that. There's some cool Vomero's for next year, like a white gum one. But also I want to mention in-
0: Oh, that sounds
2: really good. Also yeah. a
0: triple black one, right? I'll I'm not into the Vomero though. Really? No. What? What? I'm not. So How? It's just not, Cause, or is it because they haven't done a
2: colorway that's spoken no, to yet? No, I'm just. I thought that would have been a big JLP shoe. No,
0: I almost like. Cold, it's not you, the you same. You didn't get the panda pair. A
2: col- no, a cold wall of arrows.
0: Uh, I I like Solarized? those, but back back in the day, I liked I liked those, <laughs> but no, you're I don't, in your own
1: Anders' pay- home. I liked those back then. <laughs> I saw I saw uh
0: I like also it. saw about my father and Anders was. Hilarious, brilliant, yeah, brilliant hilarious in it. Do you hilarious. Think
1: Oscar is coming his way? Yeah, maybe. A An- nom, at least.
0: Yes, we, oh, we, definitely. Me and him, me and him had hilarious.
2: A, me and him had a conversation about footwear this weekend because I got a YouTube sponsor ad mm. that popped up, and Vibram Five Fingers are attempting a yeah. comeback. <laughs> he, <laughs> was <there>. <laughs> he was there. He was Anders was outside. Okay, yeah. And <laughs> literally. Yeah. On the, on I, the, on and I DM I go, dude, I just I just got a YouTube ad about. The Vibram Five Fingers having a, a push behind it, and he goes, "They never went away." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, wealthy. I want to say on the Vamero. I'll real never quick. own a pair of Vameros. I don't think we're gonna I get could,
2: to. I could. Dude, I do. I thought for your birthday why? next year. Just like you like these sort of Nike technical running shoes, a plain sh- colorways. Big like big uh, like. You need something for a sneaker shopping episode. They do a black colorway. Mm. You rock them with a pair of like. Kith, tra- track pants. kith track pants a little yeah. like loose and unlaced no not my not my wow. favorite yeah a staunch opponent
1: of the nike Vomero. 5 not a mood staunch board. opponent yeah. but that just, mood, that mood board
2: i just said of joe is that something that you th- would have thought that would have yes, happened i okay. agree with you
1: i agree with you but i want to talk about another mood board wealthy because i want to give okay. you your props on the Vomero mm-hmm. 5 because i think it was last week we were discussing issue and can you remind me how you presented it in that context in terms of i think you were talking about it being a sneaker where you don't want the obvious big collaboration or the limited edition shoe, the cool colorway, the super hype thing. You just want something calm that you can put on your feet that's a nice sneaker. That's that's the yeah, that is the that view. was the gist of your yeah. your views on it. Yeah. So I was looking at again, as we're leaking sneakers that are coming up mm-hmm. in the seasons to come, a, a document, an Eternal Nike document, and this document included a mood board type slide yep. on the Vomero five. And Welty was exactly right. We, we can't say that this is the feeling or the positioning of the Vomero 5 across the whole company, but at least some people are seeing this shoe in a similar light. And there's a quote about, uh, this is from an internal Nike document, Retro runners are viewed as anti-hype, counterculture that evoke a cool factor when worn. And then they also call it the, quote, I still love sneakers, but I'm tired of all the hype shoe. So
2: let's just say... That Wealthy was right in the middle of the well, dartboard with that one. So today I had a had a, a, a sneaker thought because sometimes when we'll shoot these episodes or yep. shoot full size run, I'll, I'll pick out a pair of shoes that I want to wear. Right. Mm-hmm. And I still have to commute from New Jersey to the office. And just for just so you get the vibe, I have about a 10, 12 minute walk to the train station from my apartment. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're going to be walking a bit both ways in the shoes. So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to wear these on camera today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you serious? Or, just kidding. No, but whatever. Know, I'm kidding. But I'm going, Hey, I'm going to lace up a, like a pair of shoes. I haven't worn yet. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll throw them in the bag mm-hmm. and throw on a pair of like beaters and then just throw them on at the office. Not that I really, you know, you know what I did that with. Stop it. But wait, so just not to get them dirty. Yeah. Not just to, get, DS them. Not to get them scuffed. DS them for the show. Yeah, like okay. they don't get creased or like whatever.
0: I do the same thing at sneaker shopping. Same exact thing. But it was nice today to
2: when I was coming here, when I put these on, I'm like, this is a shoe I can just wear to and from and yeah. not worry about keeping the suede shoes in my bag and then unlacing them mm-hmm. when I get to the office. I felt like that the other day when I wore the Jordan 3s. I'm like, everyone. I know everyone says, wear your shoes, but I'm like, I
0: really don't want to walk two miles in... Jordan 3s today through I the Manhattan grime. Lot. Yeah. That's where like those fear of God Birkenstocks come in a little bit, you know, with the <laughs> socks. And then you just uh, go on set and you, yeah. So, Romero
2: 5 here to stay.
0: I will be passing. But. There's going to be a
2: colorway that, that yeah, speaks that speaks to Joe and like I all of sudden, a sudden he's just going to be like.
0: I'm dialed in on s- <laughs> the right. blue TNs. Okay. That's what I'm okay, dialed okay. in on. Okay. Well, okay. W-
2: one other thing I'll say on this Romero thing. The
0: Coldwell thing. TNs.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> When we were talking about the shoe last week, we were discussing how it was lacking a big moment and there weren't a lot of marquee colorways aside from the Dornbecker. Yeah. This is speculation, but I wonder the extent to which that is on purpose in terms of preserving its status as an anti-hype shoe. I feel like that
2: blue pair is like the most like hype-ish.
1: Yeah, but there's no collaboration. There's no big person attached to it ever. And I have to wonder whether or not that's a plan on purpose of if
2: Travis Scott were to do a version of the shoe they almost like don't then they, want, they, would they almost don't want Travis to wear the shoe yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah, saying that yeah. they that, that they don't but if they're like trying to keep it for the sneaker heads who feel like people who are a little bit older who mm. feel a little bit like disenchanted by like the limited sneaker world where mm-hmm. they want the cool shoes they can go buy at the store and just wear and yeah. like maybe that's the shoe but i did I got, this is funny. I got a little bit of insider intel that. Ooh, look
0: at you. No, this is just a funny... Take it after your boy. No,
2: this is a funny fact. Oh. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to say friend of ours, but former guest on Full Size or on T Grizzly, okay. Jordan Fusion wearer, has now converted into a big Nike Vomero guy. Okay. Who'd, who would have thought? <laughs> the scoop. Who would have thought? Awesome. I just think it's a uh, funny
1: tidbit. <laughs> Absolutely. There's some more I want to discuss from the Nike earnings call. Nike CEO John Donahoe said in that same call that the brand is planning to relaunch the Kobe brand yes. in advance of Kobe Day on August 24th. I think this has the potential to be really big. People have been waiting
2: for this for like a while now.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense in terms of timing because we broke the news that Nike's Kobe deal had expired in April 2021. Nike re-signed the Kobe deal in March 2022, and if you think about the timelines it takes for
2: for these things to come out, things can't like. And I, I love that you're saying timelines on this mm. because I'll I'll just say it. It's like obviously, rest in peace, Kobe. Yes, ton of great shoes. I know he's like sadly missed by mm. adoring fans across the world. Of course, but we, I think we've also seen too that. There's been few things more annoying on the internet than like the Kobe sneaker fans yeah. who just have something to say about every single shoe, and you can never make them.
0: In terms of what,
2: just I'm sure we've seen in games the releases going wrong, the They're releases not being enough shoes, how, not being how, how, enough releases. Or here's the I'm the real Kobe fan, I deserve the shoes, you don't deserve them. That's kind of like the vibe around. Yeah kobe product at at this Mm. point every single time you'll post it i'm the real kobe fan i Mm. should get the shoes how come i'm not getting them on the release date that's kind of like you didn't throw a piece of paper into a basket and yell (laughs) kobe out like i did that's like what did that but that's what you hear on online but the the, the timing is right but you saw it with which kobe shoe was the undefeated release like a couple years ago Mm. where like the pro they didn't make enough of them and they're like it was the first release after kobe had Passed, o- passed away and they mm-hmm. they should have just made a million more pairs and it doesn't I'm like work dude like that. do you know how the sneaker industry works like- it doesn't work like that and if you think about the
1: timelines that they usually set for these things the answer you'll hear a lot is it takes 18 months yeah, yeah. from ideation to a shoe landing on shelves and sure enough if, if these shoes are coming back if the Kobe brand is set to relaunch as Nike CEO John Donahoe says in August of 2023 Nike re-signed a new Kobe deal in March 2022 that's about 18 months, you know, so it, it, it makes sense. We've seen a couple Kobe releases, only two in, Has in there the only past been couple two? years. Yeah, so it's only been, yeah the cita, the, the, the fours and the sixes, right? So I, I think it just takes time for these things to, to really be said and designed and, and produced and things like that. And I'm interested to see to what extent... He used the phrase Kobe brand. Of course, that doesn't mean Kobe brand as in Jordan brand. Well, They're not building out a separate company as far as I but, know, but... I'm I'm interested to see how big the line will be and, I mean, and how much this can contribute for Nike. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess you don't know. Yeah. You, you really don't know because it feels like it, the deal would have had to been renegotiated mm-hmm. because after it like, initially had gone away or, mm. or whatever. So who knows what they put in the new deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know?
0: And also, it's a huge on-court shoe. Yes. Still. Yes. People want to play basketball. Still the it. most worn and, in and, the NBA. And as early as, like, you know, obviously when it was in between deals and it was up in the air, what's going to happen, players were complaining about a shortage. Yeah. And even players, I think, with signature lines, mm-hmm. will bring, we'll, we'll bring out Kobe's any given night. Yeah, I think, like, there, and I think Devin Booker, John Moran, and obviously DeMar DeRozan, big, big Kobe guys, and... In the NBA, on court, we always talk about like how big are the on court shoes right now? Kobe's in the past few years have there's there's been a shortage. Like ESPN yeah. did that article by Brian Winhorse about how like players were hoarding yeah. Kobe. So oh, this there, should be this should be really good. There's been more than hasn't there? My bugging or did the Grinch's
2: re-release?
1: The Grinch's re-release in 2020 before the deal expired.
2: Oh yeah. Okay, you're right. Never mind. But yeah, if it, I think it's going to be. Interesting to see all the product come out because like you said, the only two shoes that have come out have been like kind of like really somber tribute shoes, which there's been hype around them, but not that the shoes have to be crazy hype, but Mm. there's a lot of like fun old Kobe product that can be brought back that aren't necessarily just like the whole storyline is passing away, yeah. you know, where it's like, okay, there's a lot of Kobe fans who want the shoes and want to be reverse a, Grinch and is supposed to want to the wear them and, and ce- d- celebrate it instead of just being a sad tribute. Yeah. You know? And how
0: do you guys feel like this fits into kind of Nike basketball as we're seeing now, obviously John Morant got a signature shoe and, mm-hmm. and there's obviously been some hiccups with that, mm-hmm. but like Paul George, who Went like away. Th- I think, yeah. And then Kyrie Irving. So, this seems like it's it's a good time now. to. It's almost br- br- like they need it.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like there's less interest right now in the new product. And if they can supplement their business with retro product that has a lot more allure and mystique to it, too. You think about... Okay, we'll just say it right now. We don't believe that Nike Kobe as a retro line can ever be as successful as Air Jordan as a retro line. Just not possible. No, no, no.
2: Because... Uh, nothing. Mm, yeah. Air
1: Jordan won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Alone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Now, the Nike Kobe line, through his passing, through his tragic passing, unfortunate, terrible event, yes. and through the deal going away for a while and the shoes becoming newly scarce for a few years, they have this allure and mystique to them that they didn't necessarily have before that for even sure. like the LeBron yes. retro line doesn't have. Like If you would ask me... Six years ago, if LeBron Retros or Kobe Retros would do better, I would say LeBron. Now, I think Kobe Retros would crush LeBron Retros all day because they have this added depth to them that can help bring them closer to what Air Jordan means in the market, in my opinion.
0: I, I agree, and I also think, like I said, on court... I feel like we always think on court is a little bit of an afterthought just because. But the, yeah, we, but
2: the people actually do like them. This is going to be big. And, big yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's both. It's, yeah. it's a retro shoe, but also yes. people will wear and them for I think performance. One yes. of the things that the Kobe line also has going for itself, which at the time may have seemed like one of the like downfalls or literal Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Kobe had the mm-hmm. Achilles injury, but. Yes. That's why they made the high. All the shoes kind of look the same, right? Like mm-hmm. Kobe was so meticulous that he was only like tinkering with like little tidbits of the shoes and change them a little bit but that's the style that people want Mm -hmm. so they can go four five six seven eight nine yes and just re-release the money right there they can release all those shoes it doesn't matter which one they hop back and forth between like people just want that style of shoe and they all look the same with like lebron it's like do you like this model or do you like it's much more distinct from model to model it's like you got the seven then you got the 13 the like and guys this is jumps around relaunch right
1: the, the details on it are pretty slim. We haven't done any additional reporting around it. This is just based on what John Donahoe said on the call. He said we're relaunching the Kobe brand in A24. Because
0: we came at it just now from on-court kind of like performance. But mm-hmm. if it's a full relaunch, that means there could be some very exclusive partners to collab on yeah, Kobe. Sure, yeah, and there, yeah, You yeah. know, And there yeah.
2: was a – we had talked about it on Full Size Run. There's supposed to be a triple white uh kobe 8 coming out Mm -hmm. where it's like you can just see that shoe just blowing off the shelves
1: yeah and and people are ready to buy them i think and there's been so much demand built up in this period that i think was a justified i think a lot of the demand that happens in sneakers is manufactured because sneaker brands short the product but i think this is a much more legit version there was there
2: was been kind of like this like market like hoarding and price boosting yeah so people were like upset because they wanted to play ball in Kobe's, but then everyone who had the Kobe's that they wanted to play basketball in are like, well, if you want to play basketball in these, that's going to cost you $700. Right,
1: because there were
2: so few pairs that you could so buy. So they're like, I'm not going to sell you these for 50 bucks over retail. So it's all those shoes. None of the people who wanted to play basketball in Kobe wanted to pay the price it costs to play basketball in yeah. Kobe's. So now they have a better opportunity to like – yeah, do some GRs. Not everything has to be a limited edition one. Well, I can't imagine a triple white Kobe's going to only be 10,000
1: pairs. This is you know, true. I, Kobe 8, yeah. I mean, what the Kobe 7s? I remember wanting those so much. Or take it back to Milan for a second. The HTM, um, Kobe yes. 9, Milan, yeah. the Flyknit ones. Maybe um, maybe Kobe 9s are too recent to retro those, but there's a I lot of stuff. I mean, that, that was a great one, though. The
0: multicolor with the gum sole. What's the best one ever?
1: The best Kobe sneaker ever?
0: This one may be. One that I never got. great. I mean, great. That's, I, I mean the, what the Kobe nine elite yes. low Milan. I mean, yes. like something white like
1: that. and gum. A Grinch. Yes. I think. I think oh. the Grinch is pretty high up there. The Grinch might be the best Kobe <sighs> sneaker ever.
0: The the Kobe HTM is one that. That's
1: my personal favorite. Mine Kobe too. nine elite Mine lows. Too. I remember buying the wow. white and black. It was the Beethoven pair. It, it, it kind of had that Oreo flying it look to it. I think I bought those from a random sneaker store in Lithuania with a discount code. And I managed to get them under retail and yeah, held on I to mean, that for a big long Fraser time. Fraser
2: Tharp shoe. Yes, absolutely. He wore those Kobe 9s. Either way, with that said, Barcelona Kobe sixes, alternate colorway. hmm The HTM9 is the best one, I think. I love the Grinches. Barcelona Kobe six, Mamba Curials, Galaxy Kobe sevens,
1: 3D Kobe sixes. There's so, there's so much special stuff.
0: 3D Kobe 6s. Yeah, that was on a, that my, was a big shoot for you. It's on my Instagram. Yeah? Yeah, and I remember it being 23rd Street, 3D, mm. and I just remember walking around the office being like, these are 3D, these are 3D, these are 3D. <laughs> I'm pretty positive they're on my Instagram.
1: <laughs> so you were walking around with the Kobe 6 3D on your feet? Yes. With, with a pair of 3D glasses to hand to people, be like, put these on for a second. And,
2: <laughs>
0: Check and, out my
1: footwear.
2: Yeah, I definitely posted them on my Instagram. With you. I know it's not the fan favorite mm-hmm. Kobe model, but the Kobe 7s. Uh, which were the shoes of the Kobe system? Mm-hmm. Um, the famous commercials. You can go back and watch them. Like Kobe was like a professor in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. There's a one of the commercials with Kanye.
0: Mm. Which
2: yeah, just go back and watch it. You know, they're classic pieces of uh, that.
0: That Kanye one is such. A, that's still gift to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's just go back and watch them. But the shoes that came from the Kobe Seven era. There was like a cheetah. Yeah, one that was pretty hot. And then there was like the the purple one, which they ended up doing, like, that was like I don't know if it was inspired by or it came out at the same time as like that Yeezy Kobe. Yeah, that sample that that Nike Air Yeezy that, two sample that yeah. PGA Tucker yeah. has the yeah. purple, yellow, and yeah. red real one. unicorn of a sneaker. Yeah, um, not a cheetah, but a unicorn. Yeah. The one, the one that I liked out Probably. of there was um, there was a Poison Dart Frog. Yes, yeah. They're like, look the, at you, the black and well, this is when I, this is the era that like I worked at Foot Locker. Mm. Okay, so. We had all we had all
1: these. Sh- Do you have any fond memories of selling Kobe sevens? Uh, Did you have to explain to people exactly what the system
2: meant? Not really. They just came with like different insoles yeah. that like one of them was a bit higher. I think. It was much more successful because at the time it was the Jordan twenty twelve was mm-hmm. it that came out at the same time that had all the weird insole modifications right. on it and that wasn't popular at all. But like at the time, like Kobe product was just so popular. All the Nike basketball stuff was so popular at the time that yes. you didn't really have to explain it to people. They just wanted the shoes. Don't come with the pitch, neither the shit sell itself. Woo. Yeah. yeah. So people just wanted the shoes. The one I do remember was the Kobe four. The first one, right? Mm-hmm. Like not the first. It's not the first Kobe shoe, but it's for all intents and purposes, there was like the reintroduction, uh, of, very much a statement shoe of the Kobe line. So you had the Zoom Kobe One, which was the most. It was the first Kobe shoe uh, ever. All the real Hoopers on uh, Nike Talk at the time <laughs> were like, "Oh, this is the best basketball shoe of all time." Mm. Um, I remember that, and then I remember we got Kobe Two in Kobe Two was tied to the Olympics at the time, even though Kobe wore like the Mm. Hyperdunk. And that's that shoe that had like the strap on it. And there was issues with the shoe where the strap wouldn't, like the magnetics on it or something would like come apart. Or faulty, okay. Yeah. Kobe 3, that shoe almost like didn't exist. Very sh- few stores at the time even got that shoe. That's the high top that has like the web yeah. on it. it. I don't think Nike geometric made, look on it. I don't think Nike made a lot of them, is um, compared to the previous models, because the Kobe two was kind of like a slump shoe. Yeah, Kobe three, eh. then the Kobe four comes out,
0: <laughs> and You're going th- down, keep going. <laughs> I know. So it's Kobe where five I winger, be
2: in the rabbit hole. Kobe five comes out, and I remember this was a huge, huge deal because it was the it was the relaunch of
0: of Go ahead. You're fine. What, what's wrong? No, you're no, fine.
2: No, I just saw him wink to somebody off camera. You're Keep fine. Going. Go ahead. Okay. It was the relaunch of the model, and you had it at Foot Locker. There was a commercial that they had launched with the MVP puppets mm. for the shoe. Yeah. And Kobe the, and LeBron. Yeah, and I think the Kobe one was like a – or there was a Foot Locker employee out back, and he goes and takes the new Kobe shoe out, and the the joke was the shoe was so hot that it set the store on fire. <sighs> Um, but the colorway <laughs> The colorway of the shoe Was different than the actual colorway Of the shoe that got made There was like the The one
1: featured in the commercial
2: Yes Like the midsole was different It was like a yeah. clear sole Or something like that And people came into the store And they were so upset Because everyone's It was Christ, it was like around Christmas time and They yeah. saw the shoe And it wasn't the shoe They're like Hey where's that new Kobe shoe It's amazing They went to the store It wasn't It wasn't the exact same shoe And they're like
0: These look different How'd you well, handle that? <laughs>
2: How did you handle? I go, as a salesman. Yeah, I go, hey man, salesman, yeah, I, go, hey, man I, I don't know. It's it, it's a it's a cartoon. You know, that's like. <laughs> not real life.
1: This is this is a perfect opportunity for the Nike people who are listening, jotting down notes every week during this podcast. Bring that colorway out. The 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 lost one from the commercial. Yeah, you can put Matt
0: Welty in the slightly, campaign.
2: It was slightly, just slightly different. I think... <laughs> to give you all the history. I'm
0: impressed. You have a lot of Kobe history. <laughs> well, you were really you were really well, dialed in when you were... It.
2: He was hooping in the gym. Yeah. He yeah, I was, I was, was absolutely... Just worked through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but... Sorry, that, shooting in the gym. Sorry, let me yeah, correct yeah. myself. Excuse but me. That shoe, I don't want to get that wrong. But was surprised, though, because that shoe sold... Even though people were disappointed it not being the exact same as the one, it just sold so yeah. well.
1: Thanks in no small part to the efforts of
2: yourself. But also, and I think we talked about here, like the Hyper Dunk, the the original Hyper Dunk, yeah. um, two two thousand and eight, yeah, which also Kobe was tied to. That shoe sold so well too. The so Marty think, McFly. Well, we didn't have that colorway, but oh.
1: <laughs> you you went into the Footlocker bugging, bugging wealthy. Oh, the I, <laughs> <were talking> about...
2: <laughs> But there was a Kobe colorway. The Aston one, right? No, of the two thousand and eight, there was a black Yes. Black, purple, and yellow.
1: Yes, 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 that, like, I remember.
2: That sold out as well. So
0: and yeah. Harachi two K four.
1: I mean, I don't think they'll put that in the Kobe. No, brand, but but, but he, yes, you gotta talk about yeah, cl- those when you talk about Kobe. Classic. Absolutely. Joe, I felt like you were zoning out for a little bit. It's a wealthy, sorry. Okay. I, I hope we didn't distract you. I no. could tell something was going on behind the nothing scenes. Nothing was going on. Something was this going is, on. Yeah, was I, going I know on. exactly what's going no, on.
0: No, I was zoning out two times. One, you caught me winking off camera. Fine. <laughs> two, I was looking up the Instagram of the 3D. My memory's off a little today, okay? My memory's off. There's no Instagram of me in the yep. Kobe 3Ds. Um, what other? Do we have anything else? One
1: more thing I want to mention yes, for the Nike earnings any- call. John Donahoe said in there, "Quote: Jordan is on its way to becoming the second largest footwear brand in North America."
0: That's how do you feel about that? It's fine. I no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying are you <laughs> are pissed you off about it. But do you think that we were talking about it a little this Imagine morning? That,
1: that Jordan is bigger in that North. Jordan alone is is on its way to becoming bigger in North America than Adidas. Or like, how frustrating must that be if you're one of these smaller brands who we've mentioned on or New Balance or something, and you're putting in all this work well, to it, design it, all this stuff and come up with all these collab just, partners. And it, like, at the end of the day, Jordan Brand, who the people at Jordan Brand, we love you. We know you work hard. You come up with cool colorways. But they can, in some respects, just bring out the same shoes and crush it, well, it and be it, the number two brand it's just surprising on to, their way.
2: It's just surprising to me because... It's not that Jordans aren't popular and it's not a dig. They are. Yes. I'm saying not that they're not. Right. And it's not a dig at Jordan Brand at all, but it's just how limited the company is. Like the overall like...
1: How small of an operation it is relatively. Is that what you
2: mean? No. Like the scope of like what Jordan Brand is able to do. That's what I'm saying. Because... No. Not because of the people who work there, but it's a basketball company who makes some new performance basketball shoes but mostly retro basketball shoes they've tried to make lifestyle shoes they've tried to make running shoes that's not like a big part of their business not significant no but i mean team jordans and all that sort of stuff yeah way bigger than we ever give them credit for but it's not like jordan can go out and make a shoe that's going to rival this so they don't have a new running shoe or they don't have this like new they have the jordan one but just like casual lifestyle shoes you know where it's like they can't just make those shoes and be like just watch the money pile up you know yeah so it's just surprising to me that like through team jordans and just like re-releases of old retros that they're able to topple other brands that just seem to have a more diverse portfolio of footwear
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like how
2: how frustrating is
1: this if you work at one of these other brands and you're doing all these things Mm. to try and come up with it and you look over and you see that jordan brand is on some way but also because jordan one probably but the
2: caveat the caveat too is within north america yes of course yes it's not that jordan brand is the second biggest footwear brand on the planet no in north america on their way to becoming yes
0: and what was it usually, would you say, third in third place? I, I don't I don't know. Okay.
2: I don't know. We don't get that. I think they were for maybe that. third or fourth place. I think there was like a time where like Skechers mm-hmm. had like <laughs> boosted up to there. Yeah. Um, but it,
1: it's funny, I was having a conversation with our friend and coworker active Basic and he relayed an old story that I think someone from a sneaker brand told him where they were having a conversation about the popularity of Jordans in New York and the person from the brand told him Air Jordan is the most popular sneaker in New York City and the second most popular sneaker in New York City is fake Air Jordan. Wow. Which wow. I, I, anecdotally, I, I don't think it's actually based on data, no. but just this was how much the brand was saturated and penetrated here here in New York and here in North America.
2: I have been noticing uh now that we had this whole like we've gone down the reps rabbit hole mm-hmm. yep. on this show, I have been noticing the reps in public really
1: yeah it makes I, saw, I saw a pair it makes of me Travis like, Scott Jordan ones when I got off the yep, train this morning that's that exactly it, what it that was. That you, it. you, you
2: look over and you just see it and you go oh shape color what just, there's just something like I mean I'm not like 100% the expert on like you know it when you giving a legit it. test you get, really you yeah. just see it you know yeah. you see it like someone's wearing them they're like not, su- not that you can't wear your shoes super cooked you know but if someone has like a thousand dollar Travis Scott shoe on you think they'd maybe be a little more yeah precious with it you yeah. know um typically people tend to be with those shoes and just like someone just they got that the heck beaten out of them and they're just they they look a little off mm. you can tell also another shoe i've seen fakes of recently where i'm like now nah, i'm now i'm looking at people look what? at you inspector gadget
0: <laughs> with the magnifying at, glass now, exactly. now i'm looking at people's exactly. eye because i didn't realize
2: i thought i didn't know about fakes but i yeah. feel like can we all agree that the more we've discussed fakes on here and the more it's become a bit of the topic, maybe the more we've like learned a little bit about it through sure, everything, yeah. you know, yeah. especially with people, every, not to make this the big topic again, but it's like every time we've touched on it, it always just seems to be like one of the most like people have yeah. something to say. and yeah, like absolutely.
0: Because it's becoming more prevalent.
2: Yeah, and it's, I'm not like make, trying to make it bigger than than it is or whatever but it just feels like a lot of people want to talk about it in in the comments you know yeah so i i, I read them you know and yeah. I, I, I take them in whatever but the one the other shoe i've seen where i'm like people you know where you're like uh the tom Sachs mars yards really oh. what streets are you in
0: oh. you i know
2: here? i know what you mean sometimes really? you see people with a pair of mars well, yards you see them there. And, and they're people who have a bunch of like 2.0. W- 2.0. real shoes and you go 1.0. that shoe goes for a even though the 1.0 goes for more money, yeah. the 2.0, and I don't know what the, how much the yeah. price Still is. Still a of, lot. yeah. I Thousands. Like pe- people aren't selling, they're just holding on to them. They're yeah. not going to s- sell them off for 300 bucks. But I've I've seen them, and I know they get beat, and they look a little different when they get beat, yeah. but I'm like... And people beat those shoes. That's a yeah. shoe that you like, beat. But I'm like, dude, yes. the color on that suede <laughs> lost really that. lost its color a little too fast. Mm. Done looked, it doesn't look the same. Okay. Just, I, hey, I'm not, I'm not this a is saying you're going to be just, a man on the street, segment. Just, uh,
0: look at you, you're going to be, you a be man out there with a the the fake street. diamond tester. One thing I will say, Mars Yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing I will say you know what, to that, me. Remember Mar- when
1: Central C said that?
0: Yeah, yeah. One thing. <laughs> fuck. One thing I will say about Mars Yard I think the Mars Yard 2.0s are some of the best kid sneakers in yeah, the kids' Yeah, they size.
1: look good. Yeah. It's not who I want my kids looking up to, though.
0: That's, yeah. I'm just talking aesthetic. Okay. Listen, we said we, you know, we played it off a little that we didn't know it was it was the king's birthday. What do you mean you played Justin, it off? You Justin, didn't know. <laughs> Justin, come on in.
1: Okay, you were winking off camera. My oh, eyes this, were is wide what, open. this is what this is what everything this is was what was happening. Yeah. Look it for your birthday. Wow! Look at that with the happy birthday crown on. And you went to Wealthy wrong, first? Wrong, wrong person.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 Yo! Oh. Wow! No, no. You know what? It's <laughs> everybody's <laughs> fucking birthday except <laughs> mine. If you listen, <laughs> wow. thank, you, thank you.
1: Wow! Thank you. But if you were listening, go back and turn the video on and watch him go over to Wealthy and give Wealthy wow a happy birthday Zach message. Zach the me. said
0: you like donuts.
1: Zach's right. Thank you, sir. I also knew that. I'm okay. Thank you. you,
2: There's my donuts. Yes. You know what's funny about that? (laughs) You you know know what's funny about you picking them all out, Brendan? Tell me. I knew without even thinking that you weren't gonna take one with an American flag on it. So (laughs) why?
0: It's not America, baby. (laughs)
2: Nope. (laughs) As much as he's made that his brand, (laughs) can't be patriotic. Unfortunately,
1: we're here celebrating my birthday, not America's birthday.
0: Happy birthday. Not wealthy's birthday. Happy birthday,
2: Mr. Brendan Dunn. I chose not to tell people that it was my birthday this year. It was the first time I've ever done that. Did Very we selfless. Miss it? I respect that. Um, you know what? It's not that I didn't miss it. it I mean, to be fair, I have no
1: idea when your birthday is, so
2: it, it, it passed like a couple months ago, but I decided not it. to tell anyone. <laughs> decided not to tell anyone. <laughs> People who hit me oh up, you know God. what I said? Hey, like hey, obviously, like thanks or whatever. I just kind of, uh, you know what? I, I've I've learned over the past, and it's not that I'm not grateful for people saying mm-hmm. happy birthday to you. But it's on my your- birthday,
1: you turn this into a bit about yeah. uh, his <laughs> birthday. No,
2: this isn't. It's, it's just like the. Do you feel, like, weird getting, like, inundated with, like, a million, like, text messages on, like, your one day where you're supposed to be, like, happy and joyful and all that sort of stuff where you're, like, spending the whole day just replying to people? How many
0: IG – what he's saying is how many IG stories are you going to repost today? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Happy birthday, buddy.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the donuts. All right, everyone. Thank you, Justin. Happy Thank birthday, Justin. America.
2: Yes. Wow. Happy birthday, happy Brendan birthday. Dunn. I already, hey, I said happy birthday <laughs> to you. You're the guy.
1: You're literally, right. like, you're a the minute into the episode. Listen, you – Absolutely. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sebastian Vettel.
0: All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayette, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.